Ten seconds. Oh, you weren't kidding. All right. You know what it is. You know who it is. We're back. With another episode of the Thrive Amtap with two Ps. So today is episode 26. A very special episode. Just kidding. It's episode 26. They're all special. They're all special. Today we have all right, episode 26. This is a 26 minute Amtap. Look at that. 26 minutes long. So today we're going to be talking about warming up. I've talked about it a lot. I've put a lot on Instagram about it. Becoming one with the warm-up. So me and Derek are going to dive into it. we got some questions for each other that we haven't seen. Blind fire each other with questions. And uh, we're going to get into it. Yeah, we're trying something a little bit different here. Because usually we have written out like different things, different points that we want to go over, what we want to discuss for the day, any given topic. And so today, I was like, hey, let's try something different. Let's each come up with a set of questions revolving around warming up and then not tell each other and then go for it, see what happens. So we've each come up with five questions and uh, time to thrive. It's time to thrive. Let's <laughs> do it. Who wants to go first? Me or you? I'll ask the first question. Cool. Starting with, what does it mean to warm up effectively? To warm up effectively, in my mind, is to make sure we're mentally, more than anything, mentally prepared to head into whatever workout we're doing. So, I've been the last, since I did Revival, or Awakens training series, got really into the warm-up, like how it's structured, actually doing a solid warm-up, whereas opposed to before that, I was kind of just a couple sets of whatever I was doing, or like a couple shorter, lighter weight movements of what I was doing, and that was it. Whereas now it's breaking down like, okay, what's the movement? Uh, how much of the movement are we doing? Is it intense? Is it kind of a more relaxed, laid back day? Is it heavier volume and strength? Or is it less volume and strength? So how do I have to like mentally prepare for it? Like what do I have to do to get ready for that? And making sure the body's obviously warmed up, make sure it's stable, it's everything's feeling all right, nothing's painful, there's no little aches that are still bothering me going into it. And yeah, I guess that's my how to warm up. What was the question again? How to warm up effectively? Yeah, yeah. How would you define warming up effectively? Yeah, so being ready mentally more than anything, but also physically to complete whatever task you're about to complete. All of The warm-up's all about getting the most out of each set so we're not wasting those first couple sets mm. building up to our weight that we have to work to for the day. Cool. To me, in my mind. I'll ask a question too. Let's do it. What is the point of a warm-up? Sir Derek. <clears throat> so, the point of a warm-up. I'm thinking that the primary service of a warm-up is to ensure safety of whatever it is that we're going to embark on. Whatever it's going to be, we want to make sure that our body is physically prepared as well as our mindset is set up to make sure that we're ready to get into whatever it is we're about to get into. If we're going to do a one rep max, I want to use a warm up that's going to help prepare me 
for that one rep max. I'm not just going to go in and start moving a barbell. No. Nah. Load it and go for it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just put 315 on the bar and, and back squat. I almost asked you that question, actually. I was going to say, <laughs> how comfortable are you with loading up 315 on the bar and then just going for it? No warm-up cold. Just go for it. Yeah, it depends on the movement, you know? It's not, it's not a real question. Would you do it with anything? <laughs> I said I was joking. Depends oh, on the okay. So I can't right. do anything with 315 probably. <laughs> Back surgery day. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like the biggest point of a warm-up is to ensure safety. After that, I would say that, you know, it's about warming up our body. And then following that, I would say some sort of effective way of correcting imbalances in the body. And so I would go in that order, whatever makes me feel safest to proceed with the tasks, the physical tasks at hand that day, that's first and foremost. So if I'm a little bit tight on time, then I'm just going to be like, all right, what do I need to do in order to make me feel most confident in whatever it is that I'm doing this day? If I'm doing a heavy back squat, okay, what do I need to do to make sure that my hips, my knees, my low back feel good for that? If I'm going to do a snatch, you know, what do I need to do in order to feel safe that day? And then after that, I'm going to be looking into, all right, well, I've got a little more time here. Let me make sure that my body is totally warm, not just making sure that I'm safe because I already checked that box. So I want to make sure then that I'm priming a little bit more. And if it is a snatch, maybe some overhead stability stuff, maybe some crawl patterns or something to that effect. And then lastly, if you know I have a little bit more time, my schedule is a little bit more relaxed. So what I was saying was that the the final piece I see it as being part of the warm up is some sort of working on corrective stuff, some way of putting in some corrective work. Uh, Wi-Fi connection was lost. Yeah. So yeah, that that's how that's how. I would, structure that is making sure that I was safe, then trying to make sure that I was warmed up, and then third, focusing on some sort of corrective work for balancing out imbalances. Cool, cool. All right. So coming back to you, a little bit more personal of a question here today. Okay. How do you warm up? How do I warm up? So I guess the main thing I'd say that I warm up is... Me personally, I try to make sure everything is loose. I try to make sure my warm-ups as full body as possible. So instead of just doing whatever I got to do in terms of the movement, I try to make sure that everything is as loose and as ready as possible. So I do something that makes me break a sweat, which isn't very hard. So just moving. Sweating essentially, right Essentially, I actually probably am sweating. Anyways, but... I sweat very easily, so that's not always an indicator of me being warm. So I try to find ways where I know I kind of feel like a little bit of a, almost like a pump or a burn right. in most of my body. Uh, whether that's from stability drills, things where I'm taking my body through a specific range of motion, or certain aspects of like, I don't know, the bike, rower, something where I can like, kind of turn up the intensity for a little bit just so I'm getting the blood flowing through everything. Uh, I guess in terms of how I warm up, I try to keep it within 
10 to 15 minutes because if I don't feel good after 10 to 15 minutes, I probably shouldn't be doing whatever I'm doing. But other than that, I guess that's... Yeah, I guess that's how I warm up. All right. Yeah, is that a good enough answer? It's good enough. How do you build a warm-up? How do I build a warm-up? So, so how would you build a warm-up? So <clears throat> there's, there's two different ways to approach this. So, and what I mean by that is I might, I might break out warm-ups into two different ways of looking at warming up. And one way to look at warming up is how we warm up and prime the body for movement before we, are at, before we actually start to do whatever exercises that we're doing that day. Whatever our focus is. So, you know, doing the back squat, for instance. If I'm focusing on the back squat and that's where I'm really doing my work that day for getting stronger, for building strength in the back squat, then I'm, I may have, and I feel like so far what we've been discussing is the warm up prior to warming up the back squat. So, I want to take a moment to first acknowledge that, that we can essentially break that out and break that down into two warm-ups in and of itself. And so when I do a warm-up before getting into whatever my strength movement is, I'll do some sort of a primer, usually three rounds, and I'm looking at oftentimes trying to get some way to activate core. I like crawling patterns a lot, and they also mobilize shoulders, so that's a big thing for me. I'm usually doing something like that to if I can get more bang for my buck, then I'll do a crawl pattern. Depends on how many days a week I've done that. But anyway, so probably say a crawl pattern. Then I'm gonna look for something that's a little bit more mobility oriented towards that day. So maybe it's some sort of shoulder mobility thing. Then after that, I'm gonna look at something to try and get my heart rate up a little bit more or probably some aspect of glute activation because there's nothing that you don't fire glutes in. So that may be lunges, that may when be- When in doubt, squeeze your butt. When, yeah, when in doubt, it's the answer to most questions in life. So <laughs> so I would, I would usually be thinking, let me find a way to get my heart rate up, intake, uh, sorry, increase my oxygen intake and or fire my glutes, which still, I mean, usually when you're doing things to fire your glutes, it'll get your heart rate up as well. So that's like warm up before getting into the warm up geared towards my strength movement. Now, this is really important. So as we segue into our strength movement and we're warming up for that, and as Brent and I just made a joke about a few moments ago, we're not just gonna load up 315 on the bar. No matter what the movement is, no matter how good we're feeling, we're not gonna just take an empty barbell and go right up to 315 pounds. So how do we get from an empty barbell to 315 pounds? Why don't we just take that barbell and load it up and be like, okay, well, I'm doing 315 for five sets of three today, so I don't know, I'll just save time. I'll go tell you why, because we don't wanna look like beefed up Quasimodo's. Boom, there it is. Mic drop. Mic drop. Dumbbell drop. <laughs> so when, I, when we get into strength pieces, 
And I tell people this all the time inside of our classes, inside of our sessions, we essentially have two modes of warming up here. Uh, the first mode is I wanna make sure that my body is warm, specifically in the range of motion that I'm doing. So if my three round warm up did not get me ready for the back squat, now I need to use the back squat itself to make sure that my body is physically prepared to perform the back squat. So I'll start off with a set of 10. This is gonna help me get my body warm and get blood to the areas of my body that need it in order to activate and perform. As, as I'm doing this, or as I, from here, what I would do is continue to do some higher rep sets with lower weight so that I can continue on trying to make sure that blood gets to the area of my body that I'm going to be using the most. In this instance, the back squat, I'm looking to activate glutes and legs, and then some stuff through my upper body, but mostly my legs and my glutes is what I'm looking for. So after taking a couple of sets here, I'm thinking, all right, my body feels pretty warm. I can start to take singles. Now, where this transitions from mode one to mode two is right here, right now. And now no longer am I trying to warm up my body, but now I'm trying to acclimate to the load. So those are the two modes that we're looking for. Mode one is warming up my body. Mode two is acclimating to the load. So if I am building up to 315 pounds, I don't need to do sets of 10 all the way up there. What I do need is to make sure in the jumps in between when my body is warm, is that I'm ready to put that weight on my back and perform that squat safely. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say that's a very good answer to that question. I don't even remember what the question was anymore. I blacked out. It's, uh, <laughs> why don't we put 315 on the bar right away? Because we're suckers. That's why. Great A suckers. Wasting time. Yep. Is my question your question? It's your question. Your All question. right. So my question to you, skinny boy, hey, yo. is how often do you use corrective movements to warm your body up? All right. All right. I try to use it as often as possible. Uh, er day. Er day. Like I said, we don't want to be beefed up Quasimodos. We want to be fine looking individuals. So we have to make sure that, <clears throat> in a sense, a warm up is our way to stay as healthy as possible. So, in terms of a warm up, with, I kind of talked about this the other day with like prehab. So, in terms of how do we, how do we find ways in our training to, kind of take the time that we spend in the gym and make it as effective and efficient as possible so we don't have to do anything outside the gym. And sometimes we do have to do stuff outside the gym because we're working hard. So that warm-up, having corrective movements, things like YTWs, things where we're taking our body through strict, uh, strict ranges of motion, strict forms of, I guess, the movements that we're doing. A lot of times in the stuff that Derek and I do, there's, there's not a lot of, there's a lot of motion involved with the movements, like kipping pull-ups or handstand push-ups, things like that. So for us to stay healthy, we have to find ways to implement like strict and controlled ways to do things. So like handstand push-ups can be an uncontrolled movement if you are only doing kipping handstand push-ups. You know, if you're not taking the time to do things outside of there to create shoulder stability then like obviously you're gonna you're gonna find some problems down the road but the warm-up is literally the place that you can just insert those and it will make that much of a difference and it takes 10 to 15 minutes a day 
and you're going to do it anyways to warm up. So you might as well just put things like, like shoulders are a big one, for example, because a lot of people seem to have shoulder problems when they work out because they're smaller muscles, they're, they're our most mobile joint, so they tend to take a beating when we do a lot of things. So doing things, like I said, YTWs are one thing I really like to do. Certain presses, kettlebells, stuff, swings, holds, bottoms-up presses, I know we both do a lot in a warm-up. Uh, that's things like that create or like that are corrective in nature, and a lot of things are corrective in nature if we do them right. They're just it has to be done in a corrective manner. Not, uh, I mean, a, a squat is corrective as well if it's not done for obviously maximal strength output, but it just depends on how we do it and the time we take. So yeah. putting it in a warm up is crucial really that's where it should a lot of that stuff should be so like i said a lot a lot of times people that are coming to thrive or going anywhere are looking for an hour of their day to be encompassing everything they could possibly need and working out so taking the warm-up to take them through specific ranges of motion different new movements like today like we kind of i don't know if you made it up the m rays the m rays is something that like we have people do here where a lot of people should be doing those movements, like scapular-based retraction movements and depressional movements like that, and they won't do it on their own. So right. creating a way to input that in the warm-up is awesome. And I try to do it as much as I can because... It's like you're, you're going to be here anyway. Yeah. You're going to do it anyway. Like you're go You want to warm up, so why not do something that is going to have added benefit to it exactly. instead of just being like, oh, I'm going to ride the assault bike for five minutes because mm -hmm. that'll get me warm. Like, well, yeah, you could do that, but since you're already here and you're going to spend five to ten minutes doing something, why not do these activation or these corrective movement patterns? And a lot of times i found in my own training that when I do stability stuff and corrective stuff before that, like, following training, and that's the one thing is the war why the warm-up is so important because if we do it right in the beginning, it takes away a lot of the stress early on and eliminates that after the fact, we're like, oh, I feel like garbage. Like, I just, I'm tight everywhere, and like, uh, my shoulders hurt, my knees hurt, my hips hurt. And it's like, did you take the time before to warm up? It's like, well, I did a couple warm up sets before I did my working weight on a squat. It's like, well, all right, that's probably why. So, when, you, when you're able to take the time to do a warm up with corrective movement, like I said, like things where we're taking our body through unstable planes of motion or just like different planes of motion, like most of, most powerlifters out there aren't really going outside that, uh, what's the plane of motion out in front of you, sagittal? So the sagittal plane where you're just squatting and maybe you're doing a couple lunges here and there like out in front or you're benching out in front or you're deadlifting and that's really it. So taking yourself single leg movements, single leg squats, single leg step ups, lateral lunges, overhead pressing is a huge one that a lot of people don't really dive into. Uh, things like that where you're exploring new ranges of motion that's going to be Corrective in itself because it's just going to help all other aspects of your lifts. So that's my answer to that. I do use them, maybe. I think it's, I think I said that. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> all right. So my next question for Derek. Me? What's your go-to warm-up? You're in a pinch. You Bro. Ten minutes to warm up. What are you doing? Oh, I got ten minutes. I thought oh, you were like you three got, minutes. You got four minutes to warm up. Four minutes to warm up. I'm gonna crawl. I'm gonna crawl. How far? What crawl? What animal? 
Yeah, yeah. What animal? That's a good question. I don't know. Which animal is it? Bear? Yeah. Is that what we're saying? Bear claw. So the setup of the crawl is hands and toes with the knees pretty close to the ground. And I'm going to crawl forward probably about 30 feet. And I'm going to crawl backwards. Are you going to make noises? About the same. Probably. <laughs> Why would I not? So what? A- after that, I'm probably going to hop up and do some quick lunges. I probably do like mm, 16, 16 lunges, eight per leg, driving myself back. So I'm stepping forward, driving myself back, alternating, driving myself, myself, stepping forward, driving myself back. After I hit 16 of those, I'm gonna go back into another crawl pattern, the crab walk. And I'm gonna crab walk in both directions, forward, down, backward, back. And I'm gonna make some noises. I'm gonna, there's gonna be I'm picturing some, this in my head. Some I, hand. I see you do this all the time. I do it all the time because I usually and, have four minutes to warm up. Me and Derek are notorious for doing hour and a half workouts in 37 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> cramming it in, but also still warming up effectively in that short period of time so that we're safe and we're fairly not just efficient but effective in in the time that we're working out. But yeah, so that's it. I'm probably gonna hit that like two, three rounds if I can sneak it in. And I know that I'm going to mobilize my shoulders, I'm going to activate my core, and I'm going to get my glutes and my legs warm and firing. So that's that's my go-to. If I don't have time, I'm going to pinch, boom, I'm going to crawl that bear crawl that I said on the hands and on the toes, knees close to the ground, forward 30 feet, backward 30 feet, hopping up, 16 lunges per leg, alternating, stepping forward, driving myself back, and then I'm going to hit a crab walk, making some clapping noises, like crabs do, right? They make the... Something. Something. Some kind of clappy noise. Do that. And I'm going to do the same thing 30 feet down, 30 feet back. Boom. Cool. That, that was intense. Cool. I got excited. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean that's, I went right back to that flashback. <laughs> to, Warming up to, to four, four minutes. minutes. And flashback to three hours ago when we did that. Yeah. Nah. So next question. How necessary do you think it is to warm up before you start doing a compound lift? So what I mean by this is not like just... Obviously, we have to warm up, but like how much? You know, we're gonna warm up, as I said earlier, about different modes. So, what I mean is, is like, do you need, how necessary do you think it is to do that warm up before warming up the barbell and doing those warm up sets on the barbell? If I'm gonna do a back squat, I'm gonna do, you know, the bar, a little bit of weight, a little bit of weight before I get up to my working weight. But how important is it to do me, to do that three round piece beforehand or whatever it might be? I think it's really important. I think, uh, I think what's like I said, kind of said earlier. I think what the warm up should do for us, and it should get us mentally prepared, and we don't have to waste those first few sets of our working weight. So like building up to let's say three fifteen. We'll we'll keep using three fifteen because it's easy. If realistically, if you're squatting three fifteen for let's say five reps. Then 135, 185, 225 aren't going to be difficult for you in terms of like heaviness of the squat. So if we're if we're gonna not do a warm up, then maybe we're not feeling good on 135. We're like, oh, that sure. feels kind of crappy. So maybe you do 135, 155, 185, 205, 225. Wasting that's two more sets. That's ten more reps. Yeah. And by the time you get to that max load at the end you're like that was not great you do a three-round warm-up before everything's firing mentally you're prepared you're confident 
you walked in, everything's feeling loose. That 135 goes to 185 to one to 225. That's three sets. That's 10 less reps. Maybe you're feeling good. Cut down the reps a little bit. You warm up two reps from there. You go 225, you go 255, 275, then whatever. Whatever your jumps are from there. That's a lot less time wasted, a lot less energy wasted, and a lot more energy put towards that final set, which is our goal here. We're not trying to get better at 135. We're trying to get better at 315. Yeah. So if we're wasting our time not warming up and taking those first few sets to warm up, like literally, literally warm up the squat on our first few reps, then like we're already at a disadvantage for 315. Sure. So like trying to find a way to make that end goal, which is how do I get the strongest, as strong as possible, staying as healthy as possible and not wasting time doing it? Because that's everyone's goal is to, I guess you kind of have to look at like, how can I get as strong as possible and do it in the least amount of work possible? And efficiency. Yeah, efficiency. And like most efficient thing is to have a warm up. Make that sure you're is, ready. Yeah. That's gonna get you mentally prepared and physically prepared to do what you gotta do, which is lift three hundred and fifteen pounds however many times you gotta do it. Pretty necessary. Yeah. Pretty necessary. One hundred and twenty thousand percent necessary. So let, let's do this because we're a little short on time here. Yeah, we got we got kind of excited. Yeah. So we have two questions left over there. Uh, it's it was one. It was two questions in one. Two questions in one. Yeah. So why don't we time? Why don't we ask each other that last question, and then you guys as listeners. Let us know if you want us to expand on these topics. But if not, what we're going to do is we're going to get these questions out, listen to them. If they're interesting, shoot us a message. Let us know what's up. Let us know if you want us to expand on them. And after this, then we'll talk about real quick what we think was the most important aspects of this talk. So what do you, what do you got? What's your last, last so question? So my last question was why should people actively seek out a gym that takes the warm-up seriously? Huh? Oh, oh, all right. I'm not going to touch it, but it was, lo- it was loaded. I already said that I wasn't going to do it, but so. they're, in, they're in the chamber. <sighs> all right. Might just have to like, you know, go off. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I don't know, I'll leave that alone. My, my last question for you, skinny boy, was what role does foam rolling play in warming up? Ooh. Should it be a necessary part of someone's warm up? Wow. But sorry, guys. We're not going to dive into either one of those questions. That sucks. I really want to answer that. Instead, <laughs> what I'd say is I think the most important part for me of this conversation, of this AMTAP today, where it was time to thrive, was the different modes of warming up that compound movement, which is, number one, we're warming up our bodies in the back squat, in the bench press, in the deadlift, whatever it may be, to be ready to the body, the, the aspects of our body that are necessary to be warm are warmed up with some higher rep movements so that the body itself is warm. That's, that's the first mode of warming up. And then the second mode is acclimating to the load. First is we're warming up the body. Second is acclimating CLS. to the load. That's CNS. Yep. All right. That was a good one. So we'll see you guys next time. Appreciate you for stopping by if you did. If not... You're missing out. So tell somebody about this. Share it. Like it. Subscribe. Leave us a review. If we get 100 reviews, maybe we'll do something special. If we get 100 something, we'll do something special. We'll do something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll see you guys next time.
Peace. Bye, guys.